Welcome to TC Tiawi Talks, Tia Chucha Centro Cultural, located on Tataviam land in the northeast San Fernando Valley, is rooted in ancestral knowledge, culture, the arts, literacy, and social justice as a means to personal and communal transformation. It is a place where hearts and minds have united for change for over 19 years. Join us as we share the stories of personal transformation and our understanding of the world that unites us as a community. We must remember that another world has always been possible. Tiawi, a Nahuatl word for adelante, to move forward. Like a spiral, together we move towards a better future, cognizant of the resiliency we carry from our past. Hello everybody, welcome. Uh, this is another episode of Tiawi Talks. Uh, my name is Karen Ugarte, and I'm the bookstore lead at Tia Chuchas. I'm joined today by one of our bookstore assistants, um, Gabby, our 2020 bookstore intern, Marcia, and our co-founder, Trini. Welcome. Glad to have you all here today. Glad to be here. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> Likewise. Cool. So today, um, we're going to be hearing from Trini um, about the history of our bookstore and how um, they have seen it change throughout the years. And we're also going to be talking a little bit about literature and literacy and maybe um, sharing with y'all some of our favorite titles at the end. Um, but I wanted to start off actually by just um, giving you all some space to introduce yourselves. So anybody's welcome to start. Well, I guess I'll start. Um, my name is Trini Rodriguez and I'm also go by Tlazoteo, that's my Nahuatl name. I got it when I was 65, which is not that long ago. And, um, and I have to say that it's been, a, it's been a real interesting ride getting uh, the Chucha started in 2001. And so now we're going on 20 years and just really just feel so, so proud and happy to know that there's so many good people behind uh, the, the dream that was the Chuchas to have empowerment to have to have a place where we could you know really see each other and ourselves and grow and and um and have the resources and and kind of support that every community should have so yeah i'm just just so happy to see what a great team you've assembled and um and so you know looking forward to a lot of good things for for the bookstore the Chuchas. thank you trini I didn't introduce myself next. <laughs> um, hi, everyone. My name's Gabriela. Um, I use the pronouns uh, they, she. Um, I'm currently taking on the tasks of both uh, the bookstore, assisting at the bookstore, but also helping out with the um, Young Warriors programming. Um, but most importantly, since we are highlighting the bookstore, <laughs> um, I guess that role comes, you know, with a variety of tasks. It's always like a learning experience just because there's so many, like TC is so flexible and malleable in like its approaches to, you know, the selections that we offer, the the resources that are offered through like the books that we um, curate and everything. So I guess, yeah, it's just like really helping out with inventory or, you know, whatever comes along, but um, it's, a beautiful role. I think it's really unique. I never envisioned myself taking on this position, you know, but um, there's always so much to learn and, you know, community is always growing. Like there's always new books. There's always something new to learn. So every day is 
you know, different. And I honestly just love that about working for the bookstore and, you know, just seeing the passion, not only in like, you know, the folks who work at TC, but also the community that always comes by, you know, they're always asking questions. They're always, you know, it's a really unique space specifically catering to the community of the Northeast San Fernando Valley too. So just even being able to have a hub like this is, you know, so significant and, you know, vital and, you know, really like the heart of the community in a sense. So, so yeah, um, that's a little bit about me, <laughs> but yeah, I'll go ahead and pass it on to Marcia. Hi everyone. My name is Marcia Moran. I am the bookstore intern for the summer. Um, I recently began working with TC as a bookstore intern back in August of this year. Um, and my experience so far with TC has been great. I love learning about, you know, different tasks, whether it's running the bookstore, um, doing research to get new books for the inventory, or even just collaborating with all the different resources that TC has to offer in order to get back to the community, which is something that I've never personally worked with um, in depth, especially I never thought I'd end up um, having this opportunity so early. Um, I just think the, the space has been a wonderful, um, you know, little hub, like what Ga Gabriella said, um, for the San Fernando community, which is somewhere where I, you know, live my, all my life. So seeing um, a, a space like TC and then working there has been, such a wonderful experience in my time there so yeah that's a little bit about me and I'll pass it on to Karen yeah thank you all um I really appreciate that everybody has highlighted um the importance of community in, in our bookstore I feel like um like that that's what we try to do every day is not only um like are we here for community but we try to include community in in what we do from curating our books, taking book suggestions or genre suggestions, um, you know, to, to the programming and, and all the other stuff that TC does. Um, I, but I guess a little bit about, about me, um, I'm, I'm fairly new as the bookstore manager, maybe like, I don't know, four months. <laughs> um, but I, I interned at Tia Chucha's uh, while I was doing my master's in social work. And, uh, I really enjoyed my time and I, I'm really grateful that I've had the opportunity to, to stick around. Yeah. We are too. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, you did amazing. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, all props. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, Trini, I'd love to hear more about um, like why, why a bookstore and mm -hmm. how you've seen it change throughout the years. Yeah, it's been, um, it's like so many things about the Chuchas, we, we had an idea and, and you, you've all touched on it. None of you ever thought that you would be in a position to run a bookstore or make it happen. But that's like, that's the, the whole thing about ideas. You can have a dream, you can have an idea, you can have a wish, but until you organize yourself around it, um, you, we don't really know what it takes to make it happen. And then we find out that even though we haven't done it before, that we can we can figure it out, and and with a lot of ganas and just uh, just support, it, it can it can really go well. And so I have to say that that uh, when we first um, 
gathered to our resources and and with community to to find out how to make Tiachuchas uh, it was a cafe and uh, so it was a Tiachuchas cafe cultural and uh, and we did you know we had we had uh, coffee I don't know how many of you ever saw that but it was amazing and um, <laughs> and but a bookstore also and an art space and a performance space and we grew so quickly that by three years in we we opened up the next the tenant next to us moved out and so we we started the centro there and that's when we started the nonprofit arm of Tiachuchas but the initial um, cafe also had a bookstore. So we were doing a lot of things, and, and that's true that they were a lot of different things. The books are only one aspect of what we do, but it's a really important aspect. So I'm, I'm glad to kind of look back and, and see how we've done with that. Uh, because you're right, it's, it's been, as Gabby was saying, we take a lot of time and, and uh, put a lot of thought into the books that we carry. Because, I mean, we all know that, that bookstores uh, are having a really hard time you know, the, the brick and mortar stores, there a lot of online um, is like Amazon, they're doing so much better. But we, we really um, take pride in, in trying to create a space, not just, not just uh, the product or the exchange. It's not about transactions, it's about community and, and knowing uh, our community well enough to know that for the most part, we haven't had um, the kind of intellectual um, attention that we know that that we have the capacity to, to to build, and so we wanted to make sure that that our our bookstore really really attended to the to the community that we serve, and that means um, I mean there's there's all kinds of statistics that say that that we don't have. Um, you know, our, our levels of high school uh, graduation and certainly our levels of, of attendance and degrees from higher education institutions are not very high, but that is no indication of our, of, of our ability to, um, to really think deeply and to understand ourselves and, and the problems and also the solutions that we can have for ourselves. So a lot of a lot of what we do uh, with the exercise is um, we had the vision that we wanted to make sure that we provided a bookstore and a space, uh, a wellness space that would attend to all parts of ourselves, not just the physical, but also the mental and the and the um, you know the the emotional and, and also the spiritual too, in the sense of you know we're we're whole people. And we want to stock books that, that express and, and, um, and portray that well, because we all know that there's, um, there's uh, a lot of books out there, but not all of us really are, are speak to, to what our interests are or even reflect our lives and the kind of things that, the kind of questions we have about uh, not just where we've been, but also what's possible. And so we, we want to, to have books that do that. But you can imagine, um, yeah, you don't have to imagine, you're doing it. <laughs> you're, you know, just, just locating books, having, having uh, distributors that are willing to work with you as a bookstore, uh, you know, it takes a lot of work. And, um, and so initially we had to start with, obviously we had no books. So we had to begin to uh, be 
uh, creative about um, like imagining ourselves as booksellers and, and booksellers of a certain type because obviously we're not going to uh, be a bookseller that, that's going to be, um, you know, not, not attentive to, to the integrity that we want to have as a, as a bookstore, as a business, because there's a business aspect of bookselling, of course. Uh, we need to make sure that we can uh, bring in the books, but we also need to make sure that we can pay our staff and, and you know, keep the lights on. So, you know, there's that aspect, but we don't want it to be, um, we don't want any aspect of, of the bookstore to, to suffer. Uh, and so we, we really tried to make sure that, that that's been the case. Um, and, you know, the, the better we do as a bookstore, the more we'll be able to, to really compensate um, staff better. And, and that's one of our, our hopes is that, you know, we continue to, to uh, be able to do that in a better way. And so um, I should say that for, for a very long time, one of the ways that we managed was by volunteers. We had a lot of, um, you know, community volunteers, including myself, who uh, for the time that I was um, the executive director, I, because Lisa and I started it, we, we started it knowing that it wasn't going to be for our family, but rather it was going to be for community. And we just, for, we, we just, I said, we're going to forego any payments um, so that we could have the basis to, to then uh, support and, and, um, and leave a legacy. So it's been good to see that that's, that's uh, for the most part, been established. And, and so now I'm no longer the executive director. We have my Centeno and Melissa San Vicente, who are the, the executive director and associate director. So, um, so that's really good. And so we've learned a lot. A, a lot about uh, what it takes to, to you know, the, the nitty gritty of, of stocking and, and paying for, for um, all, our, all our bills for, for the bookstore, uh, being, knowing about shipping, knowing about, um, you know, all those different factors that there's a lot that goes into it. And, um, and then we think, well, yes, it's not something that's very common in our communities where we have, um, um, community-based, uh, I guess, uh, businesses, but they're possible, and we're, we're one example of that, and, um, and so it's been good to see that, that we've learned from all the, the challenges of, of trying to do that and then trying to do that well, and I have to say that one of the things that, that was really impressive to me was that over the years, um, we've come to see some of the people in our community uh, whether it's in tech, in, in tech support or, uh, or in, um, you know, just uh, sales and all that. We have some really um, very gifted uh, people that have helped us along the way. And, um, and, and it just is a reminder that if you really want to do something, you can figure it out and you can do it with integrity and with a lot of heart and, and meet a need. Because that's what we're trying to do. Um, how many of us went to schools and to bookstores a lot of times even where we don't really find things that speak to us um, or honor us or, or even see us? So uh, that's a big part of what the bookstore is, I think. And, um, and I have to say uh, there's a lot to be said also for the new, the fresh ideas 
like I see what uh, Pietrucha is, is doing now on, on social media. And it's a lot of fun because it's it just kind of like um, people let themselves be who they are. You don't have to be somebody other than who you are to be uh, an asset to to uh, Pietruchas, to the community, to your family. You are who you are. You bring your gifts and just let them shine. So that's what, that's what we're, I don't know, really hoping um, happens with the bookstore. And so I don't know if that, that's an answer to your question. Or did you want me to say more about that? No, I, I, think, I think that was perfect. And I think something that stood out to me that um, I know you mentioned like how this all started with an idea or like a wish a dream and really to me that ties into the idea of imagination mm-hmm. and one of the reasons I think literature is important is because it ties into like growing your imagination or just knowing that other things are possible um so I, I yeah I think that was um yeah that's beautiful and that tied in for my reason of why, why literature is important yeah. I don't, I don't know if you all have any uh, thoughts or anything you'd like to share, uh, Gabby, Marcia. Yeah, I just wanted to say how um, I love how you have um, pointed out how um, we utilize other aspects such as social media. I've noticed that the more um, popular way of to not only um, outreach more people to come to our shop, that's, um, but also to just have people informed about what we do, our message and everything, because um, I learned through the internship through Instagram. My sister Mm. sent me a post, hey, check this out. This sounds really great. Um, This sounds like a great opportunity for you. And here I am working at at CHHS. And it's been, like I said earlier, it's been such a great opportunity and it was all through social media. So I, I really liked how you brought up how uh, we utilize all the aspects in order to, you know, spread our word and our message about TC, so, yeah. Yeah, same here. I feel like there's been so many changes. Like, I feel like TC is always evolving, but Mm -hmm. that's pretty much the point. And that ties back a lot to, like, as to how we've been so resilient as a space, Mm -hmm. too. Um, Because, like, what I really, like, what you brought up was, like, the fact that we're not just a bookstore, you you know, or like your standard like uh, brick and mortar. It goes beyond that, right? So touching on the emotional, the physical, you know, like everything, like just setting intentions and really connecting with the community. Because um, <clears throat> yeah, like I, you know, looking back as far as like when I was a kid, um, you know, I always enjoyed reading, but it was difficult, you know, like the only library that I really visited was like tiny library inside the elementary school that I went to I don't know if any of y'all mm-hmm. heard, um, heard mm-hmm. of Clay Primary yeah. before it closed down and then they opened Sarah Collin and all that there's like a tiny library <laughs> so like I would always go there and like try to get books um, but again like do I remember any of them really being culturally relevant no um, do I remember any of them being uh, bilingual no I think the one book in Spanish that I do remember was this like little rainbow one with like a bunny and like um Mm -hmm. like animals it kind of reminds me of the little libros uh, um, Mm -hmm. the colores it kind of reminds me of that one 
So, um, and I think I still have it stored somewhere, but it's just like, that's the one book that I just remember having in Spanish and like always loving. And I also liked it because of the tactics and all that. But um, yeah, so like even just being at the space, you know, at TC and when we're organizing the books or getting new ones or looking at what to bring in, looking at what's selling and what's not selling. It's like, it's just so amazing to see the variety. And like, even with times as well, like the types of books, that folks are beginning to release and the themes that they're touching yeah. across and how they apply to you know our lives like coming from the types of communities and backgrounds that we um come from that touch base on like social issues that are still very relevant but mm-hmm. also uh digestible for youth or for spanish-speaking folk or for young adults you know um <clears throat> so i think like yeah it i, I don't know it, it's just really great to to be involved or to to have been a part of um of you know working on growing that um inventory that we currently have for for the books and just you know doing the work with everyone you know seeing what everyone you know has to say or what they think or you know what they're looking forward to so yeah Mm -hmm. I love I just love how you know excited everyone is their passion that they are about the book study you know and yeah <laughs> yeah no I I agree I think I think the the point of imagination is um is the starting point of of creating anything um whether it's um creating your way out of a of a place perhaps where where we're stuck or or even creating a way um, to create something that doesn't exist yet, it starts with, with imagining. And, and the seed is always to try to, I think, um, to, to birth something that's, that's, uh, that's of value. I, don't, mm-hmm. I think that's where it comes from, this wanting to create uh, beauty and, and truth and, and, um, and to see more of it in the world. And so it's... Um, I don't know. I just think it's it's uh, again it's a it's a really important factor, but it's a it's just also a really good starting point. So it's been it's been that way. Um, I think throughout the, the evolution of the bookstore, because it's um, with categories like like it's being said, it the categories keep shifting, and I, and it means that we have to be responsive to to what's going on in the world. I mean, mm-hmm. when when people are in the streets demanding uh you know changes uh we have to have i think books that help inform what that change can be and Mm -hmm. and so it's important to have those books on hand and and then we also know that that now there's a a book club so Mm -hmm. the people want to you know just of course uh read the books but then sometimes you want to have a place where we can discuss those books too and uh and of course we can do that at home or or you know just sit with family but also, I think it's important to get the, the dialogue, to extend the dialogue, and to have that dialogue be inclusive of people that perhaps you wouldn't have talked to with views that are, that are uh, shifting or curiosity that, that needs to be um, attended to. And, and that's what I think the, the bookstore also does. Again, it's it just kind of feeding this, this, this um, desire to keep growing. And when we're growing, that's when we're, we're healthier, we're, we're more able, we, we find out more about um, 
sometimes we go beyond our fears too. I mean, how many of us uh, pictured ourselves being in, on a YouTube video talking to people who <laughs> knows who they are, right? But, um, but, but knowing that if we're coming from the right place, if we're coming from a place of uh, really speaking honestly and, and wanting to connect uh, to other people who perhaps feel the same way and wanna see this maybe in their communities, um, it's, it's always good to know that, that we can, again, create that space because you know, nobody did it for us. YouTube exists and it's, 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 um, it's for us to use or not use that the tools are for. And, um, and how you use the tool is just as important as using the tool. So yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, it's, a, good, it's a good thing to see how, how things have evolved because again, social media was not a big deal when we first opened, but now it is. And we also know too that that our community, in many cases, um, uh, you know, our, there's a there's a real big range of what um, what what resources people have in their homes. And in fact, I was just uh, reading. Okay, we all know that we're in a pandemic, and um, and it turns out that our communities, San Fernando, Pacoima, Stillmore, Van Nuys, mm -hmm. are among the hardest hit right now. And uh, so that means we have to shelter in place, but what a good thing to have a bookstore that's, I think, you, I think it's all, it keeps very, very um, limited hours, but yeah, so that you can get a book and then you can, if you're stuck at home, you know, to open your imagination there, you know, about the kind of, you know, world we're looking at. And because we, we all know that, um, Things have been difficult for a long time. It's not just the pandemic. It's that pandemic has just uh, exacerbated a lot of things that already existed. And so it's, it's important to use this time in a way where we can reflect and books help us do that. Books and, and now Tiawi Talks and <laughs> all kinds of things help us do that. So if we're here for each other, we will create the things that will help each other. And, and keeping a bookstore vibrant and, and, um, and you know, just responsive is part of that. So I think it's, uh, again, it's, it's, it's the first thing is the imagination and the next thing is organizing to, to make that imagination have wings, you know, to, to give it something so that it can fly. So anyway. I love that. Um, imagination so you can fly. <laughs> uh, and yeah I, I you know co coming into the the podcast I did start thinking about and trying to reflect on um what like the the importance of literature and and literacy and I think um you know like you touched upon already Trini like like kind of literacy is more than the ability of, like to write and read and and mm -hmm print like print and written materials or you know it's it's mm -hmm. a, it's more than that it's about understanding reflecting interpreting um the imagination and connection and like you mentioned even um a community in a lot of ways not not just in what what you're reading but also in things like um the book club or just you know having dialogue about um, um about what you read and i think um I just want to point out that like st like oral storytelling also yes. um, also does this mm -hmm. and I think it's also a part of this. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I, I'm glad you pointed that out because I think that um, what I was trying to say kind of awkwardly earlier was that, that, um, that we are underestimated so much, our communities. A lot of us who perhaps don't have uh, really high levels of, of formal education, it doesn't mean we don't know things. We know things based on experience, lived experience. And sometimes lived experience, if you're really paying attention and you're learning the lessons that it's teaching you and you're, uh, you're, you're in the world in a way that, um, that takes it in fully, um, it, can, it can be a huge, it's, uh, okay, I'll, I'll just say, my, uh, I was lucky enough to be adopted by um, a Navajo family, um, the Lee family. And one of the things that my adopted dad says is that the that the earth is you know the universe is our is our university mm. the universe is our university which means you don't have to be in a classroom if you're paying attention to to the world above you the world below you the world around you the world inside of you you are if you're, you're going to be learning something because there's lessons there's there's um there's um, you know, the nature and, and everything will teach us things. But that means we have to kind of slow down <laughs> and pay attention. And unfortunately, the world, a lot of times the way that we live it is very fast paced and, and often faster than we can think, faster than we can make a good decision, faster than, uh, than perhaps uh, is best for, for the, the day that follows. So it's, uh, it's important to slow down and have some depth in terms of what, uh, what we need to consider and, and what needs to go into our, our, um, you know, our decisions. So, yeah, I think it's, it's important to, to take a look at, um, at why it is that, that literacy is important. And, and you're right, Karen, when you say that literacy isn't just writing and reading and, you know, the three R's, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's so old yeah. <laughs> anyway but um, it really is about um, I think somebody once said that it was that literacy is the ability to function at the level and the and the potential that society is at. now think about it a lot of our community is behind the eight ball in the sense that access to to um, internet even we have there's a gap some some people do not have the ability to access the internet um, and or even phones that are smartphones let's say they maybe have a phone but they don't have a smartphone um, and lots of things like that so we we need to take into account who is our community where are they and what are the what are the bridges that we can create with through experiences, through books, through opportunities of engagement, through creative uh, activities, all those kind of things that the Etrichas does, it's so that we can uh, step into wherever people are are um, are most uh, drawn to to do it through, say, playing the haranas that are behind Karen right now on the wall, <laughs> or um, you know, through through art classes, through I know a lot of people who've come through Diachuchas who you would think that, well, art classes are for kids or, or guitar classes for, for just for, for young people. 
well, no, we don't stop living when we turn 18 <laughs> or get married or, um, you know, or, or our seniors. We don't stop. We need to keep growing. And part of the, I think, the, the sadness, I think, that, that our community has had to, to uh, live with for too long is this um, that being seen as only essential workers but not essential human beings. And human beings are more than just workers. We don't just live to go to work. We live to engage with, with community. We live to, to uh, offer our, what we have particular to us, not to a company, but to us, to each other in ways that are um, satisfying to us and, and help us uh, know that, that life is worth living because we have something that is beautiful, just like the world is beautiful, you know? And so I think that that literacy is really much more than literacy is understanding uh, the, the complexities and at the same time, the, the um, I don't know, I guess the possibilities and how to how to then arrange ourselves and align ourselves to be able to to um, to step into those things. So I don't know. I think it's it's a it's a cool thing to to see how some people have just sprung alive, you know, in in, in a way that they didn't expect. And and so when I look at you all, I think you know what part of you is is coming alive. What part of you are you discovering that you didn't know? <laughs> and it's really about the opportunity to to be able to, to, to trust um, people to, to stretch, to stretch themselves. Because mm -hmm. um, sometimes we are, are, the way we think of ourselves is too small. It's mm -hmm. too small, you know, maybe, maybe we got the ideas from school or institutions or the media, or even sometimes even our homes to tell us, um, you know, this is all you're supposed to do and don't even try that, you know? And so it's, it's, um, it's important for us to really stretch into that literacy, the literacy of, even of understanding ourselves. That's another mm -hmm. aspect of literacy, not, mm -hmm. not just understanding the world, how, how well do we understand ourselves? Mm -hmm. So I think that, that that's an aspect of being um, a literate person. In fact, my grandfather, um, one of the things that he, he was a really interesting man, uh, way ahead of his time, I think, um, in that he, when he was uh, bracero, he, he was working up, up north in California, and there was a lot of other, other uh, men who were working with him, and they would uh, get letters from their, from their wives or from their families, and because they couldn't read, um, and he only got schooled to, I think, the second grade in Mexico because he was kind of travieso and they threw him out. But anyways, but he was, <laughs> he was very smart. And, um, and so he knew how to read. And so they would ask him to read him, that for him to read them their letters. And he would, of course, do it. But then after a while, he would see that they were a little bit embarrassed because some of the things were very intimate, you know, the way that they were, you know, the things that were in the letters. And so he would tell them, look, um, you know, this is good and I don't mind doing this for you, but wouldn't you rather I taught you how to read so that you can 
read for yourself and then you don't have to have you know what really is personal to you uh, going through me and um, and so one of the things that he said too was that there's there's more than one way to get an education and he said you can go to school you can travel or you can read and I thought that was a really smart thing for him to say because uh, it's true there's more than one way to get an education I know a lot of people who are very very creative and just uh, amazing and many of them have not gone to higher education formally but boy, they are, they, they are a match for anybody who's gone to school. And so that I would say that, especially for our maestros, you know, from, you know, from our, you know, indigenous backgrounds and stuff like that, they knew a ton. They knew a ton and they know a ton. And uh, the importance of, um, I think it was mentioned, uh, oral history. Um, it used to be that, that those, that wisdom was passed down generation to generation. And, um, and of course, there's been a, a kink in that for a lot of different reasons, historical reasons, not very good ones, but um, but we know that 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 education, that knowledge, that wisdom, is is in us, and we gotta tap it and then and then allow it to to bloom again, and um, and that's what I think an aspect of what the educators is doing is helping people see their lives in a fuller way. So that they can participate in the world in a fuller way, because we need, just like, um, just like there's variety and diversity in in nature, we need variety and diversity in our relations, because it it feeds us. You know, we can't do everything, but other people uh, can do things that we can't do, and it's a and it's a fuller experience when we when we can. Uh, we don't have to have the same gifts; we can have different gifts. And then share them. That's just like a like a potluck, <laughs> you know. Everybody's everybody's bringing their own flavor, their own way, their own uh, perspectives, their own, you know, just angle that adds to what we can know and understand. So anyway, that's why I see it. Yeah, thank you. Um, I don't know if you all want to. Um say anything in relation to that, um, Gabby, uh, Marcia. Um, yeah, I yeah. wanted to add, I was like, that, <laughs> I, I catch it all, but um, the quote, pretty much what you said when you're like, literacy is understanding the complexities and possibilities and, you know, everything that comes attached with it. I was just like, yes. I don't know, I it was really, really beautiful and, you know, just, your approach to just explaining all of that is, yeah, like I, a hundred percent, like spot on. I like I can't stress it enough, and I really love the fact that y'all like bring up oral histories too, because I, you know, that was really the beginnings of it, you know, and mm -hmm. you know, literacy really is just so diverse, and you know, having that ability to just like learn more about yourself and also remove ourselves from like um <clears throat> attaching our capacity or worth to like westernized notions of success and knowledge mm -hmm. and all mm -hmm. of this stuff like you were mentioning like the universe you know really is our teacher it really is our school it 
it has been, you know, this whole mm-hmm. time, but because of, you know, the systems that have been, you know, mm-hmm. put in place, set in place historically and everything over time, we've, you know, gone away from, you know, seeing it in that approach. But um, I guess through this, you know, we're slowly bringing ourselves, you know, the community and, and trying to reintroduce that idea. And like, at least for me to like, personally, just trying to see how I can fit into that, you know, and, you know, become more intentional in my approaches and in my like, you know, capacity, because like you were saying, you know, we do come from these communities where often like, there's so many bright folks and bright people and, and they hold so many talents, but it's just like, we're not really taught how to like make light of them or how to bring them to fruition and mm-hmm. getting to that point, at least for me, has been the most difficult, right? And like I mentioned time and time again, you know, like it wasn't until I set foot into TC that I really started understanding that. And just by example, because everyone there leads like with their heart, with their passion, with what they do. So like being able to see myself and other people and then like people just pursuing whatever it is that they want and like receiving the communal support from it was just like oh that's that's a reality that's a possibility like that's a thing you know (laughs) so um I think that's the beauty in it and it all starts off with that literacy right with that imagination with like reading seeing hearing something discussing something being in that space and being like oh it's doable you know Mm -hmm. um so I think just that like the pure heart in it is I think like what's really beautiful about that and like books literacy or you know recordings uh like audio recordings all of that you it just I feel like kind of takes you out of a space sometimes when you're just so like you know not like it just reminds you to be present you know or you know to step outside of like the mundane in a sense and just like make time for Mm -hmm. yourself and Mm -hmm. reconnect Mm -hmm. but I um, I'm gonna have to like you know scroll back to this recording and like write down that quote put it up somewhere I'm just like yes Trini (laughs) I don't know about y'all but being at TC I have a a pretty long list of of books (laughs) that I would like to get through at some point Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know about you but do you usually read more than one thing at a time I know I do I do Yeah. yeah same yeah I I recently have like five books I'm just switching off Mm -hmm. it's a big rotation I can't Mm -hmm. just settle on one book well I recently read this book called There There by uh, Mm -hmm. I forget his name is Orange I think is his last name Mm -hmm. and uh and I thought it was really interesting in that it's about the urban experience uh indigenous urban experience Mm -hmm. and uh but it's the way it weaves all these characters together in they it seems like short stories uh but um but they all connect some way towards the end in a powwow but it's just really well done and it was i guess it was his first novel and it really hit it big um so it's just um kind of you know because there's stereotypes too about indigenous people and um and so he kind of breaks that up a little bit um i don't know that also i'll just put that one out there for one what else is out there um i'm reading um beyond survival strategies um, and stories from transformative from the transformative justice movement and um 
that that's a book that I just keep on my nightstand because they're like short essays and you can really flip to any section or I like to do that with poetry books too like I also mm -hmm. have make a poem cry on my nightstand and if I you know want to read a little bit like those are good books that you can always pick up and you don't have to start from the beginning. I recently just picked up this book, Black and Brown in Los Angeles, Beyond Conflict. Um, it was the last copy at the shop. So I, I've been eyeballing it for months now and I finally picked it up. It's basically um, a bunch of uh, essays and um, historical context from different researchers, authors about being in Los Angeles, about um, black and brown communities and how they intertwine, what are the conflicts and what are the resolutions. So um, I kind of like to flip over it, uh, go back and forth since there are uh, multiple essays in there. It's a really good, um, it's pretty good so far. I, um, it's just, again, one of the other 500 books that I've been wanting to get from TC. I, I'm going to start doing my Christmas shopping for myself because <laughs> There are just so many books I was wanting to get. That is a hefty book. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty big, but mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to try and get through it. I just mm -hmm. started, I think, past the introduction and I'm already sucked in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's the blessing and the curse about working at TC. It's just like, you want everything. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like oh we got this nice oh we got that oh so it's just like yeah everything and I'm it's like <laughs> but um I'm currently uh I, well I've been browsing kind of like all about love has been that book for me that I just yeah 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 by bell hooks just because it's like I like it because I don't necessarily have to go in order so whatever I'm feeling I'm kind of just like let me you know read over this passage or you know like explore mm -hmm. this so I've been trying to get through that one and it's just the one that I carry with me like if I go somewhere and I'm just like waiting you know whatever um but I've been also trying to finish hearts and hands I just started mm. it so mm. it's nice because I started it like maybe like two years ago maybe but I never finished it or like you know got through it so I'm like you know what I'm gonna start it all over because I can't you know I like to you know <laughs> go through everything so it's also nice you know reading I believe it was like the introduction where um you know louise talking about the bookstore and you know kind of like what you were um, mentioning earlier you know when it started off as a cafe and you know all it took to get to that point and how it was functioning at that time and how it's changed and i was just like oh that's so beautiful like so i've been enjoying it too and i'm really excited to continue getting through it it's also one of the books that i've been been carrying around with me or close so hearts and hands is definitely there for me <laughs> Awesome. What about a book that you feel, um, I don't know, I don't want to say everybody should read, but, you know, a book that if anybody asks you um, for a book recommendation, like that's your go-to recommendation. I don't know if you all have one. There's so many. Yeah. <laughs> I know, there's, hard. there's one I haven't uh, looked at in a long time, but it was called Coyote Medicine. Mm. And um and it's this, uh, it's the story, I, 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 might well, I have a lot of interest in, in the indigenous uh, practices and, and ways and stuff. And so partly just to recapture what we've lost. But, um, but the Coyote Medicine is, is basically a story of this, um, this doctor who 
learned from his grandfather, you know, basically what it takes to take care of people, right? To, to make them well. And um, so he wanted to teacher. And then he goes to school and he finds that because it's all sterile and they have to wear their white coats and, and they have to be a certain way and it's very, very rigid, um, he doesn't find a way to, to bring in the cultural knowledge that they have in their practices of how to get how to practice wellness and so he thinks well i'm not i'm not i shouldn't be a doctor then i just i can't do this and um and in the process he ends up finding that uh he goes to his grandfather and and uh, somehow he sorts it through that no it's a it's not about choosing it's about bringing that medicine into the world of medicine, medicine. Uh, you know western yeah. medicine and, and, you know, blending it basically, because um, that's what we have now. We have hospitals and we have institutions and all of that, but it doesn't mean that it has to be exclusive of our medicine ways. And so mm -hmm. it, I'm really excited to see that there's a lot of, um, a lot of changes in that, in that uh, realm too, of, of how to practice, um, you know, social work, teaching, all the, all the, basically the, the, the arts of, of conveying culture and, and health and all that, there's, there's, there's ways that our ways can still be infused in it. And so that book was a really good uh, reminder that not to give up, to hold on to what you have, bring it forward, not leave it behind. So anyway that's a that's a book that i like for that reason i guess the four agreements honestly mm -hmm. i'm like i looked up and i'm like there you go <laughs> mm -hmm. the four agreements definitely um again it's like i know for me i can get overwhelmed too right so it's just like again like kind of like a pocketbook that you can always carry and i don't think you can ever go wrong with it you know like just to ground yourself i think sometimes we always need um <clears throat> little reminders you know we can get carried away with certain things in life so just like having that and just you know giving yourself a refresher you know um just because you read through one thing or you you know see it once doesn't mean that oh you're always gonna you know have it in mind you know you have to constantly practice things <clears throat> eventually to just like you know um learn from it in a sense so so yeah I definitely think the four agreements Damien has been mm -hmm. one of like my go-to's um i think out of all the books i've read so far i think one that i just keep coming back to is persepolis by marjan satrapi um it was one of the first books i read when i was younger that i actually like finished within a day um and i kept re reading over and over again it's just basically um a coming of age story is a good way to put it but about on the perspective of a young girl living in iran during the rev one of the many revolutions they had so her just going through like her growing up um facing trauma getting over that trauma um coming into realizations with her mental health and then along with the people around her um, and also just, it's a graphic novel, so just the artwork by Marjan Shatrapi as well, it's just so beautiful. I always like look back, even just to look through the, the drawings and read over the, the story. It's just, 
it, it warms my heart every time and it's also heartbreaking and it's just one big roller coaster but I always keep coming back to it and everyone asked me if I had to recommend the book I would recommend Persepolis. Nice. Um, thank you. I I like the the variety we're um, mm-hmm. we're recommending. Um, I think for me, a book that I have been recommending for at least the last three or four years to folks is always uh, the new Jim Crow by Michelle mm-hmm. Alexander. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've read it three times, twice for school and once for fun. And um, <laughs> and that that's that's a book that I that I always recommend because I feel like um, I often hear people say like how did how did we get here, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and like why um, why do folks want social change in twenty twenty or like like this is not new and mm-hmm. I think that book really highlights um, and I also feel like it's not too like um, formal I guess. Um, so I, I think it's a it's a good it's a good read and um, yeah I don't know if you all have a, I guess we can close up with a a book we would like to read that's on our list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm about to read one that I know was ordered for me. It's um, mm-hmm. it's what's it called, Karen? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, dude. It's, it's it's a it's an interesting uh, combination. It's uh, the articles of um, for the UNDRIP, which is the United Nations Declaration of Indigenous Rights, I think, of Indigenous Peoples or something. UNDRIP, and two two uh, really powerful. Well, uh, one person that I do know. Um, they well two poets end up talking about it from a settler vantage point each article and then from an indigenous viewpoint of how to make that that language because it's so dry and real and necessary but but very dry um how to bring it to life and uh so Lila june johnston is a poet she's a she's a navajo poet that um that she and this other poet um talk about each of the articles and that one I'm looking forward to because it's a it's another way of looking at policy and mm-hmm. and what it means so. yeah so it's called lifting hearts off the ground declaring indigenous rights in poetry mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah thank you for putting that in the chat I'm gonna <laughs> look into that book yeah um, I think for me, a book I've been wanting to read next off my list um, is All About Love by Bell mm-hmm. Hooks. Mm-hmm. I know um, I've seen it around in the store, but I remember talking about it with Gabby when we first started working together at the bookstore. She recommended it to me. She kind of told me about the synopsis of the story, and I'm just like, oh, that sounds beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. So it's on my list. Hopefully, I can get my hands on it soon. Mm-hmm. love it yeah (laughs) I guess for me I don't know like honestly like I have books all over the place (laughs) but it's like me too finishing them 
the one that I've been eyeing though um, has also been this other one that I purchased at TC, but I like just browse through it every now and then, but I do want to get back to it, um, especially right now because I'm like, you know, pandemic and everything, like just trying to get back in touch with like, you know, what and how I'm nourishing myself, but it's called Body and Balance. So it's mm-hmm. basically just like a read through of um, like different herbs and remedies, um, like how to... Um, channel different points in the body um through the way through the foods that you eat or all of that too so yeah definitely trying to get back on that one too Mm -hmm. so I could like physically you know read and like work along as I you know do that so yeah (laughs) yeah um thank you I think for me um I started this book but I haven't had a chance to continue reading it is um voices from the ancestors mm-hmm. um which trini is featured in um it has uh it brings together like different writings and spiritual practices from chicanx latinx afro-latinx um uh, women and also male allies um and uh, i that's another book that i've picked up and been reading here and there but i'd like to just just focus on on that book alone. <laughs> I tell people that just the introduction itself will blow your mind. It is so good. Anyway, but the whole book, but the introduction is like incredible. Yeah. Cool. Cool. You know, before we leave, I wanted to just say, uh, talk about changes. One of the things that I, I'm really excited about is I hear from um, Michael and Karen and others uh, the, the ways that people are really supporting online that mm-hmm. it's been really encouraging because you know you would think that with the pandemic that people would um, you know just forget that we're there but like I say I mean people are sheltering in place and maybe they need books so they have really been reaching out and and of mm-hmm. course Beatrice um, has been also uh, trying to remind people through through social media that we're there and those are so cute I love those posts Anyway, but, um, but yeah, so, so it's going well. And the other thing too, is that uh, we're starting to get some more interest in institutional sales, which means, you know, if you know of people who are either in a position to make decisions for in a charter school or a, or a school or even an organization that, um, that they can order books from us too. And that really is helpful. So anyway, I'm just excited that the bookstore continues to change, evolves, uh, and, and most of all, just meet things where they are. And yeah, so what a team, three women doing it. That's so good. That's really, yeah. really proud. And we have two team members also not here. I want to mm-hmm. shout out to Brenda and Yulisa who also mm-hmm. work with us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then like Trini said, we were our online sales. You're welcome to visit our website. Um, we try to ship the books as quickly as we can. You know, in the era of Amazon, we are trying to get your your books as quickly as we can. Um, we also have curbside pickup and, mm-hmm. um, you know, limited hours. And you can always call. Um, and we can also set up appointments if needed. Thank you all. Uh, it's been wonderful um, talking to you. All and I'm going to go ahead and stop recording. <laughs> Thank you.
Thank you again for joining us. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and follow Theachuchas on social media. Please support our online bookstore. You can find the links in our podcast bio. Stay safe, stay creative. Theawee.